This is a Broad Pods production. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hi, I'm Danny Riley. And I'm Dan Riley, and together we run Manamade. In this podcast, we have decided that we wanted to dive a little bit deeper into some of the things that mean more to us that we weren't able to share within the web series. We've got a little bit more time up our sleeves. We're going to have some killer guests in throughout the series, some amazing experts, and really talk about what's important to us on the journey to build our dream home. For Dan and I, building a home that was as sustainable as possible was our number one priority. So in each episode, we will also highlight these features as a standalone topic. We know that the most important part of a house is when it actually becomes your home. So in each episode of The Pod, Dan and I will be giving you a sneak peek into these intimate spaces that made our house a home for us. Welcome back to the pod, All Manner of Things, Episode 9. Danny, explain to me why we're doing this again. We are doing All Manner of Things because we have been fortunate enough to create ourselves a little web series around the build of Blagary House, our most recent project and home. So we thought, you know, we'd share with you a few nugs from each web app, things that I guess inspired us or that we wanted to have a bigger conversation about on the pod. Wow, you articulated that very well. It's only taking nine episodes, so well done there, Danny. Thanks, mate. (laughs) So in this episode, it's quite an exciting one. It actually brings back a lot of memories of that day on site in Blair Gary. Trauma, even? Not trauma, just stress (laughs) levels. And it doesn't need to be stress levels, as we'll dive into it, but it's the big day of the plungy pool getting craned in. I like what you did there with the dive. Into the plungy pool. You didn't even clock that, did you? (laughs) I didn't. Come on, mate. I'll claim it. (laughs) So, yes, we have a very special guest today. We have Jordan from Plungy joining us for a bit of a chit-chat about Plungy, about the process in a, a normal build or how we would generally approach this and why our build perhaps was a little bit different from the standard process of putting in a plungy pool. So if we go right back to the very beginning, perhaps the uh, project brief, we always wanted to have a pool. How come? Well, we are elite athletes and love to wake up really early and go for a a swim, right? Mm. No. Uh, We were building a family home on a substantial block size and knew that, one, if we ever decided to sell this home, a pool would be an absolute requirement uh, with a home to this level Mm. of specification with this number of bedrooms in this location. And two, if we ever decided to rent the house out, either on the short stay market or to a long-term person, again, a pool would be a requirement for Mm. that. And that was my memory of it. It was more because it was going to add a lot of value to the home. Yeah. And people always say, you live in Victoria, why do you need a pool? 
well, we're in the year 2022. You can heat <laughs> these things at a low cost. Yeah. So you can use it all year round. It just doesn't have to be in summer. So yeah. it was a no-brainer to really have a pool in the house. That's right. And I think the very first pool design, whilst it was ridiculous, like we mm. were crazy paving the interior pool lining, it was however many metres long, like what, seven metres long or yeah. something? It was wild. It was a very expensive pool. In the right project for a custom pool, yeah, Yeah. it it, it is worthwhile. But this is the beauty of getting a plungy precast pool. Yeah. It doesn't hurt the budget. So it was a no-brainer. Absolute no-brainer. Should we introduce our guest? (laughs) We have Jordan here today from Plungy Australia. So thanks, Jordan, for uh, popping by and having a chat. No, thanks for having me. Good to see you guys. It's been a while, mate. It has. It um, feels like yesterday we obviously put the pool <laughs> in your house. Mate, I guess first question, let's explain to the audience what a plungy pool is. Plungy obviously is a bit of an abbreviation to plunge pool. Yep. Um, Australian backyards these days are all, they're becoming increasingly, you know, smaller. So the days of the old, you know, suburban dam are sort of out, out the window now. So Suburban dam. Yeah, I've yeah. never heard that term before. I, I love like that. It. <laughs> Yeah, so um, plunge pools are now becoming increasingly more popular for size and probably the usability, especially down here in Victoria. Um, You know, in the summer months, people tend to like to have a drink or just dip into the pool. Guilty. Um, Yeah. (laughs) 100%. So, yeah, just to obviously cool down and, you know, you're not ever really going to be swimming laps in your your home pool. Um, You know, if you are into swimming, you tend to probably go down to the the local swimming pool to do that type of stuff. So, yeah, plunge pools have become the new norm, I think, in the Australian backyards. And, yeah, as you mentioned before, they're also very efficient now to to heat as well, which um, I think was quite daunting to a lot of people, um, you know, when actually even choosing a pool for their home. So yeah. a lot of these costs have now come down and now it's a thing. If I reflect on the evolution over the last couple of years, I guess, of our business and the shift in perception around clients wanting mm. pools, when we first started out, I don't even think we had one conversation with a client who even brought up in their brief about wanting a pool. And now... I reckon about 100% of new client inquiries where it's a major new build or home renovation, there is in the brief for a plunge pool. It's not any other type of pool. It is literally a plunge pool. They don't need, as you say, the suburban dam anymore. You're spot on. And, you know, particularly landscape architects, they, in their designs, love, you know, designing around a water element and Mm. it really sets the tone to the backyard as well. So. But that's the great thing about plungy because you have multiple different sizes. And so shapes. And shapes as well, yes. And I think originally we had the um, circular shape. We had the we, arena yeah. originally, that's right. And we produced a whole heap of awesome content around our pool selection and process and then partway through the build we decided to change the pool well, completely. It wasn't until we are actually on site we excavated and we built the structure where we realised the arena was probably going to be a bit too tight for us, so yep. that's when we decided to go for the original. Yeah. But there's even a larger size, again, and a smaller size in the rectangular pool. So yeah. I can't even visualise the size of the max. So the max is the biggest plungy pool, precast concrete pool. Yeah, no, the, the Max in particular, it's actually the world's largest monolithic design precast concrete pool. So, Is that on its business card? 
Oh, we actually do have it in all of our docks, but uh, it, it is a big pool. And yeah, as I said, you know, backyards are getting smaller. So I feel with our range having those four sizes, you know, there is a size that sort of suits, you know, most yards, yeah. um, you know, depending on what size you do have. So before we get stuck into, I guess, understanding more about plungy, the varied sizes and all of that stuff, and then I guess also my big draw card about the physical concrete makeup of the pool or concrete less... Cement-free. Cement-free. Mm. Yep, EFC. <laughs> <laughs> Cement-free concrete makeup of the should pool. We talk about our journey with we the should. plungy? We should, exactly. I was going to say that. Let's talk about our plungy journey, why our process was different from perhaps the standard or the normal process, I guess, that you would expect to take when you pop in a plungy. Yeah, I guess if you watch the episode, which you should watch episode nine, you'll see that we've <laughs> craned in the plungy towards the end of the project. Yep. Normally you'll try and do this at the start, get it out the way. You've got no structure to sort of crane over. You can excavate easily. And then you can also f- put a floor over the top yeah, of the pool. C- can protect it throughout the build process. Yep. But for us, we needed all that access up the side of the house, unfortunately. So... We had to leave it to like the last minute of uh, to crane it in. We did, you know. So we connected with Jordan very early on in the piece. We definitely knew we wanted to go with the round option at that time. The arena from Plungy was definitely in our initial project renders that we did and it was it was in the design from the get-go. I'm not sure why. I feel like I'm trying to recall the original design intent. We spoke a lot about the house was very linear, so it's a effectively a, a H, long block, lots of square lines. Everything was very angular and sharp and we wanted to add a sense of softness through the landscape and the pool and just have something a little bit different as well. So then I think as it evolved through our process and our engineer wasn't overly comfortable with the proximity in which this pool was sitting next to the wall that was next to it, which actually is the downstairs office. I don't know where you're going with this story, but it's taken a while. While we were going <laughs> to, we were evolving to the rectangular okay, pool. Yep. So then that presented a red flag. So we're like, okay, well maybe we need to think about what we're actually putting in here. So this was all part of our process. So our process at the Blair Gary House took a little longer than normal just because we had extra engineering we had to do. We changed the pool shape, so that was a bit of a bugger for us. But in general, it's actually quite an easy process, isn't it, Jordan? It really is. Um, obviously, having that pre-specified engineering package supplied from the get-go, you know, even though you know being on a sandy block on that slope, um, you did have to get the extra engineering in mm. those piers done. It still is simple because your engineer has all of our documentation on file with, you know, all that yeah. you know, technical detail for them to actually design that extra engineering for that base slab. Mm. Um, and then from that point, obviously, once you get your piers done and slab down, it's, yeah, just as simple as, you know, booking that crane and getting that pool delivered to the front of the site. I actually think doing the foundations and getting that pool craned in is the easiest part of this whole process. <laughs> I think it's the compliance afterwards that can be a bit of a bit of a bugger, a bit of a pain in the bum. I, and everything yeah. else, it, all before it's easy. I would agree with you. And I think also if we have um, or if we visit our, our site-specific conditions and where the pool sits in proximity to the home and that alfresco decking, which is a step up mm. from that on the finished floor level, one of the issues was even around 
the fence, the pool fence, and where the pool fence could start in relation to that al fresco, making sure that we had a 900 mil arc. Was that right yeah, from that step? Yeah, that's correct. So from the top of the um, pool fence, you need a 900 arc that apparently a kid can fly over. So you've got to make sure that they can't <laughs> do that these days. Look, I'm all for rules and regulations. We are way over the top here in Australia, but it's but the for rules. Good reason. So we have to do it. The easiest part is actually craning in, and we're fortunate enough down here in Victoria to have Mick from P&D Cranes. He'll come out, he'll do a site recce, he'll check if there's power lines, he'll check the street access, and you'll see where he can park the crane and crane. he has to crane over a house or not to get it in. Correct, and you, know, you had the best in the business sort of doing your lift. Um, yeah, obviously he comes out and does a site visit from the get-go and puts a lift plan together, but yeah, it is just like, um, you know, delivering a paper to your house pretty much. It's, you know, you've got the best professionals in the industry taking care of it. Obviously, the pool's engineered and designed to be lifted. And yeah. as long as you've got, you know, a lifting professional with, um, you know, our lifting diagrams, mm. um, you're going to have your pool lifted safely and, you know, into the correct position. Well, just on that, Jordan, we've actually got a project that we're doing for a client and we're in a tight access street with power lines We've actually got to get city power to drop the power lines, set up the crane, lift the plungy over in, over the house into position, and it's still cheaper than doing a pool build. And this is and that, a custom build would still be more than doing that. So let's have a conversation, I guess, about cost, and let's be real on what the actual cost might look like to crane a pool into place. Because you say it's a fairly, or you summarised it as being a really easy breezy thing that happens. But the costs associated can be substantial. So, you know, we could be looking, worst case, up to five grand, where you've suggested for our client project where we've physically got to drop power for the entire street. Yeah. That crane lift, including that dropping of power, that whole process is around the $30,000 mark. $30,000 just to pick up the pool and put it in place. Well, when you think about it, we've got to have full street closure. So I we, know. So we need full traffic management. Traffic management. You've got to get the crane there. Then you've yep. got to get the plungy pool down there. You've got to drop the power lines. Yep. Then you crane it into place, and we're still cheaper than a custom pool. And you've yep. got an 11.8-tonne pool, which yep. is the plungy max, which we discussed earlier. So that's the biggest pool. You've got the biggest crane. Um, but in that particular project that you guys are doing, it's an above-ground pool. Yeah. And that's where your costs really rise up when building in situ. Um, that's the best thing about the plungy. You know, it can go above-ground, in-ground, or sort of anywhere in between that. So, you know, you're getting probably a you know 60% cost efficiency in going the plungy way when going above-ground because it's it's quite difficult for a traditional pool builder to to form an above-ground pool on site. And, yeah. you know, similar to your, your build, mm-hmm. obviously, you know, it looks a bit in ground and then it's actually fully yeah, above ground. So, yeah, it can, it can really go anywhere. Yeah, mm. and, and the benefit on our side is I've actually used it as a bit of a retaining wall on the boundary side too. Mm. So instead of having to build something, the pool shell itself can retain all that soil. So it's a win-win. That's it. I think one of the compliance issues that arose and that was a real learning experience for us as well is even though you technically have no control over what is happening on the other side of the fence, for example, the neighbour's side, that still has to be taken into account. 
to achieve poor compliance on your side of the fence. So it's a whole whirlwind of, of learnings and education for your pool builder and understanding all of that. Yeah, it's very daunting when going through that process um, because you can't essentially fill your pool until that fence compliance is actually yeah. completed. Yeah. But this is why you should work with a pool builder who uses the same sort of certifiers so they understand what's required to get this you know, CFO for the pool. Something we do, we, we work with the same guys every time, so it helps speed up the process. We have to say thanks to Plungy Pools for powering this episode. Plungy are the most complete pool option for you to use and get amazing results with the easiest possible installation. How you build around the space is completely up to you. They're the most flexible design option. They arrive on site with the internal finish and plumbing connections already complete. All you have to do is just connect it up and finish your outdoor space and then dive on in. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Okay, so let's have a chat about Plungy. Why Plungy? Plungy, obviously, we're a precast pool manufacturer and now Australia's biggest pool builder as well. So. And I feel like that just happened, bam, so you know, Australia's like, hang on a second, I can have this. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, we're a, a pool company who are doing things different and disrupting that traditional pool market. The pool design was created by a builder for builders to, you know, install into their own projects. So... The big thing for us, it's, you know, essentially doing all the pool elements in factories. So, yeah, when we talk about sustainability, you know, there's less wastage, you got more control, it's done in a factory. So you don't get any of those site constraints of, mm. you know, weather, um, just, you just don't get... In any- today's market, subcontractors <laughs> just not turning up. <laughs> Correct. But, um, yeah, we've got a you know well-oiled machine in the factory now where it, it is literally a, a process from the get-go, from, you know, the steel placement to the pour, mm. then obviously to the to the final touches. And even now we're, we're doing plumbing in factory as well. Mm, so wow. really takes away having to do all this type of stuff on site. So for, for a builder, for instance, you know, we provide the documentation for that engineering. So you guys obviously pass that straight through to your building survey. Mm-hmm. And then pretty much from that point, it's just as simple as, you know, digging a hole, putting a slab down and, you know, the builder's booking a crane to then place the pool onto that concrete footing. So It's made the process so easy. But, I mean, you guys have got so many attachments now. You've got the spa jet package, you've got the heat pump you can attach. Like, it's really advanced. Correct, yeah. As we're sort of growing, you know, we're really sort of, you know, listening to our clients, which are builders and, you know, kind of hearing your pain points and what we can to improve our products. So, you know, we're always continually to in- innovate the, the mm. plungy. Uh, but yeah, we've got, you know, spa jets, you know, you've got ferrules now around the top edge where yep. you can, you know, attach glass balustrading directly to the pool, which, you mm. know, helps on a lot of those tricky tight sites mm. as well. Yeah. Um, and now you can sort of, you know, do the likes of, you know, tying 
your concrete surround because with plungy, as soon as you go to drill into the shell, you you will void warranty. So we're trying to do things which can give you guys the outcome to your projects without mm. voiding any warranties and, you know, maintaining a strong integrity of that product. Yeah, yeah. I reckon nearly every new client now wants that Sparjet package too. Yeah. They just add it on all the time. <laughs> they do. And I was going to say as well, you know, the fact that you have this progressive mentality, mm. one of our uh, man-made core values is progress. We love that. We want to, to be the best and know the best and be able to provide the best with everyone that we work with. So that aligns with us so well. Um, and as you say, everyone wants everything. Yeah. And I think let's also be real about where costs sit because people come to us with an inquiry about installing a, a plungy. There is obviously a perception around cost. I think they get excited when they go to your website and see that the max is worth 24 grand and they think, I'm going to get it for 24 grand. <laughs> yes. So obviously we um, show all of our recommended retail pricing. Um, you know, there's a big factor for that because it, it keeps the, the market really honest. But I mean, the RRP that you have on your website for listeners, specifically if this is something that people are interested in, that is for supply of the pool. There's a whole list of things that need to happen that go along with that. That includes the engineering component, if there's extra engineering that's needed. That's the excavation requirements well, for the first. slight. You, first, you need your plans. Then you, you need, need to plans, get your permit. Your permits. Then if you need an extra engineering on top of that, then you've got to get engineering. Then you've got to excavate. Then you've got mm-hmm. to pour a slab. Yep. Then you've got to get the pool delivered to yep. wherever you are in Australia. Or your plumbing or, or your, your electrical. Plumbing. No, then you've got to crane it in. Then you've got to do pool compliance. So, And this is the big one. Decking, glass. paving, balustrade. Well, ba- glass balustrades, it can, that's where the price can really jump as well. I've noticed sort of that. So. Yeah. And we went one step further and decided to put steel, steel. Um, uh, round steel bars. Steel, steel bars on ours, which then was yeah. forty thousand million times the price. Yeah. <laughs> so the recommended retail price is twenty four for the max, which is the biggest one, the max plungy. But realistically, we're sort of thinking it's a. I, I think we can get the pool probably for seventy to eighty grand installed, maybe even sixty to eighty. There's different ways of, you know, slicing it, but... Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's and a good that's, way of putting it because, you know, it's what's around the pool that really drives the price up. We and can, site-specific Site-specific, well. but you can drop it in for, for minimal cost. Yep. But it's what you do around it, the this finish is, you want. But this is also applicable to building a home. Correct. It's same, same. It is Everything same, same. comes down to the extras. Do you want pickles? It might cost you this much more. Yeah. And, I mean, it's even the finish of the pool too because some clients do decide they want to tile it. So there's yep. the extra cost that you've got to do that. And I will add that was something that we considered during our build. You know, we'd organised the pool. It was this, that. Then I'm like, Jordan, I think I might want to tile the interior of the pool. (laughs) How much money am I going to save? (laughs) None, Danny, because tiling the interior of the pool costs this much to buy the tiles and this much to pay the tiler. Um, but that's the beauty of the plunger. You've got the option if you want exactly. the eco finish, which comes in how many colours? So you've got six colours and, yeah, obviously that comes pre-finished to site. So if you really want, there's no more to do once that gets there. Maybe yep. a coping on top coping of the pool, that's about it. Yeah. yeah, that's exactly right. Or if you want to spend the extra, you can tile it yourself or get a tiler in. So some of the key messages or, or topics of conversation we're having throughout this podcast, topics of conversation we're having throughout this podcast is all around sustainability because that's a big thing for our business. It's a big thing for me personally, and it's been a big thing on this build, delivering a sustainable home that is also low tox. So that was another big win for me uh, with us partnering with Plungy on this project. So can you share some of the sustainable or sustainability practices within 
the business? Yeah, definitely. Um, probably the biggest thing, obviously, in the prefabrication business um, in and around sustainability is really cutting that wastage down mm. because, you know, every single construction site I've ever been to, you just <laughs> see excess materials or wastage yeah. spilled all over the site. And a lot of the time it just gets buried and mm. hope no one else has to ever landscape and, and pull that up again. So They say fast fashion is a really unsustainable industry. I think the building and construction industry has to be one of the worst for waste. Mm big time and there's just so much wastage like you know you see the big skip bins and out the front Mm. of the sites where a lot of that material could probably be recycled and you know put somewhere better but it unfortunately doesn't and just gets into landfill so probably that's one of the biggest things for us is obviously you know cutting down that wastage um, and putting a proper production line in place where we can make huge volume day in day out and and essentially you know get more pools into more Australians' backyards and, you know, not just Australians now, we're also manufacturing in America where Mm. sustainability is also very huge. So, um, and now we're also sort of, you know, trialling and um, actually adapting with, um, you know, different concrete mixes, which, you know, your pool in particular, which Wagners have come out, what's called earth-friendly concrete. So that is a cement-free mix and um, as you would say, you you couldn't even tell the difference between, you know, a normal normal concrete no. to, to the earth-friendly concrete. Which... I, remember, I remember when you said, that, you know, Daniel's saying this, this concrete pool has no cement in it. I'm like, what? Excuse me? <laughs> how, how can concrete have no cement in it? But before it blows that, my mind that we're at, you know, we at can do this stage. now. And before that even, I didn't actually know or therefore understand the emissions that come from concrete as well. So it's not the best. It doesn't have a great mm. carbon footprint. Not at all. And, you know, as you go through our city, you know, everything now, it's a big concrete concrete. jungle. Mm, (laughs) And, yeah, um, yeah, there is a lot of, you know, bad stuff in concrete. um, But I think it's one of those things which it's so needed where Mm. it kind of just gets swept under the rug and no one even thinks about how bad it is. But, you know, working um, with Wagners um, on that earth-friendly concrete mix, it's um, it's really cool to partner with, you know, innovators in their field as well, uh, which is obviously, you know, creating plungy to, you know, if not a a more premium product in market, having these options. And I feel like our pool was one of the first in Australia, if not the first in Australia, to have that cement-free element. Is that right? Correct, yeah. Yeah. So there's obviously some trialling done um, prior. um, And then, yeah, your pool was, you know, one of the you know, probably first handful of pools to, to actually have that in market and in, and in field. So hopefully Amazing. everything's still going good on site. Everything's still fine on site, mate. I can't get the Beyonce song out of my head, Concrete Jungle, to be honest, after you said it. I don't know why. I don't why. know what song you're talking about. Concrete Jungle, Where Dreams Are Made of. That's not a Beyonce song, but good Who is story. It? Who is it? It's Alicia Keys. Oh. Sorry, Alicia Keys. <laughs> And something else we're really proud of um, with expanding the business, we've also now opened uh, manufacturing in Victoria as well. Um, and yes. you know, we've now got you know direct access to, to the whole of Australia with our operations. And you know, now we're you know, installing pools on rooftops of big high rises. You know, we've got pools at stadiums, wow. commercial use, you know, residential. So it's qu- it's quite exciting, exciting to see the growth of Plungy now. It's um, pretty much like now a household name and, you know, there's, there's not too many streets without a plungy in it. So. Yeah. yeah. That's good to know. And, and we so don't get inquiries for plunge pools. We get inquiries for plungies. 
Yes, we do. <laughs> it's very catchy, isn't it? Yeah. It is. And um, lead times for someone ordering, it's like a three to four week turnaround if they want to be that quick. Correct, yes. Yeah. So we run off a standard 30 day lead time, but yeah. you know, in most cases, you could probably even get one sooner. Well, I think gone are the days of the old uh, shotcrete spray mm. pool, right? Kidney shaped pool. Yeah, and, and the months of planning and trying to form it all up and mm. the wastage and the mess it leaves, trades. trades aren't rocking up. No, thank you. Yeah, no, thanks. Thank you so much, Jordan, for coming in and having a chat through the plungy process and why we should be choosing plungy when we're popping a pool in the yard. No, thanks for having us. It's been a pleasure. Well, that was a great chat with Jordan from Plungy, but mm. um, let's go back to the episode now. You know, it looks so stressful. It was so stressful. It was. Don't kid yourself. <laughs> but I don't know why we stress because once it lifts, once the crane lifts the pool, it happens in like a minute and it's smooth. It's seamless. It's just. I think our stress of the day, Dan, was the fact that we had it was pre-Christmas. So one, we never do pre-Christmas rush like that True. normally. However, it was pre-Christmas. You were also a groomsman in a wedding party. And so <laughs> you were on a plane within days out of there to do that. Yeah. And it was like the last possible delivery date for Plungy pre-Christmas. True. That's so why there I'm were, a, you know, a, a succession of things that had to line up perfectly yeah. for us to have that pool in pre-Christmas. And I reckon you're one of those clients who said, what if the pool drops? I'm like, are you serious? We've got... That doesn't sound like me. We've got P&E cranes who, <laughs> you know, they know their stuff. I think I was more worried about the olive tree falling on the, top of the house. <laughs> the plungies engineered to be cranes, so there was no stress <laughs> for that. So anyone listening, no, the pool isn't going to fall out of the crane. I just think the the biggest stress of the day, right, so the the crane truck rocks up, the outriggers didn't have enough room. All the guys then were on the shovel. It was a billion degrees. Yeah. So there was a few things that went wrong. And, and then there we were going to put our hand up. It, you know, normally you would do it at the start of the job because we had to do it in yep. reverse. We had to crane it in at the end. So it and caused a little more stress than we needed to. It definitely did. But also realising me, realising, yep, we've got a crane on this day. I'm going to go pick my olive tree that weighs 800 kilos, get it organised to be delivered because, <laughs> hey, I've got a crane on site that day. <laughs> Excuse me, can you please lift my olive tree over the house? So there was definitely a little bit of that that happened throughout the day too. <laughs> but we got it in. I think it was two mil out of parallel from the house. So how yep. good's that? Very good. Yeah. So all in all, it was a great, great day. It was a great day. And I do remember um, sharing various points throughout the day uh, on Instagram. And I had Instagram followers messaging me going, um, Danny, I am so stressed watching <laughs> this happen. And I think it was because everything had to run to the minute, right? We had a coordinated day. It had to run yeah, yeah. smoothly. Otherwise, we'd still be there at 10 o'clock at night working out how the hell, no, how the hell I, to get this tree I, in. I think um, P&D had a crane lift earlier that that's probably took right. longer than, uh, than we thought. So that's what pushed out our schedule a little bit. That's yep. why we'll probably stress as well. So, Dan, it's that part of the episode again where we have a little chat about the element or area or outlook or thing mm. that makes this house a home for each of us. Well, it's pretty obvious this episode, surely. <laughs> what do you got? Well, it's got to be the plungy pool, doesn't it? <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm only thinking back to two weekends ago, um, still start of spring. It was the first warm day. Mm-hmm. I loved laying on the deck next to the pool. I was home alone. You were out with some friends. And I was getting 
I was getting the undercoat getting on. Getting your tan on. I was getting the undercoat on. I was laying there. <laughs> I dipped my feet in the pool. The dogs were next to me sleeping, and I was just taking all those rays from the sun. And I knew summer was on its way. And I go, "Geez, I love living here." Yeah, right. Love that. <laughs> Creating the feeling. Um, I'm going to go a slightly different direction. Mm-hmm. So, because as you've said, we are coming into spring. Uh, I am noticing substantial growth on that 800 kilo olive tree that we Mm. craned in. And that olive tree is visible from the main bedroom. So when I open the blinds and pull the curtains in the morning, it's visible from the landing at the top of the stairs. Mm -hmm. When I pass from each side of the house to the next, it's visible from the kitchen where I'm making my breakfast. And then when I sit down to have my coffee... It's also visible because it's what I'm staring at. So that olive tree is spectacular, sets the scene for me, and I'm so happy that we invested in that for this home. It was definitely worth the money, that tree, because it is a focal point. You do see it from a lot of vantage points, and it's amazing. It is. Thanks again for joining us on All Manner of Things. We'll see you next time. Thanks again to Plungy Pools for powering this episode. Of course you just heard how much we love our plungy. It is so much fun and looks great. But the best part was how easy it was. They arrive on site with the internal finish and plumbing connections already complete. All I had to do was just connect and finish my outdoor space. And with that flexibility, you know you'll get amazing results. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.